How can we, as creative educators and entrepreneurs, find our authentic voice, get real in a world where real is hard to come by, and share our vision all while making some serious money and keeping it all balanced? Hey, hey, it's Alyssa with the Teacher Hustle Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. Thanks for taking a chance on me. I'm a fifth grade teacher, toddler mom, and serial entrepreneur. I'm answering all your burning questions and bringing you simple business tips, mindset shifts, and inspiration to help you turn your passion into an income that makes an impact without being overly complicated. You know that one thing you can't stop talking about? We are going to share it with the world. So grab a cup of coffee and let's bring your wildest ideas to life. When I was trying to come up with a season finale episode for season two, I thought about some of my favorite season finales of all time. And there was one season finale that stuck out because I'm still scarred to this day, to be honest. And it was the season finale of The Hills. Sorry if I'm dating myself. For those of you who are too young to be obsessed with the idea of walking around a California beach town in your platform pumps and pin straight hair with a super side bang, let me tell you about a little thing, a little show called The Hills and their season finale. And spoiler alert, I'm going to give away the season finale. So if you want to go watch it, you may not want to listen to this. But basically, I spent years following along with this reality TV show, feeling like the characters from this high school in Laguna Beach were my best friends. And then in the very last episode, in the very last scene, a bunch of workers, like TV show workers, say cut and come on screen and they roll away the beautiful backdrop of the palm trees and the beaches, leaving me heartbroken, wondering if this reality TV show wasn't reality TV at all for all these years, but instead realizing it was all scripted the whole time. It only took me a few years to recover from that epic season finale. And to this day, I actually don't know how much of that show was real and how much was scripted, but I thought this idea of coming clean would make for a really interesting season finale of the Teacher Hustle podcast. What do you think? So here are three ways I may have duped you since I started recording this podcast. You ready for this? Okay, here it goes. The first thing I've got to fess up on is that I don't always believe in collaboration. Hear me out on this one. I posted about it on my Instagram account the other day, and I think it's an important one to talk about. You'll hear me talk a lot about community over competition, how we should all collaborate, and the idea that it's important to have a lot of voices in one niche. And I do believe this wholeheartedly. I even have a t-shirt that says community over competition, and if you have the t-shirt, you must believe it, right? Wrong. Because I think the idea of community over competition also comes along with feelings of guilt about the relationships that don't work out. Running an online business is not all rainbows and butterflies and french fries. It's hard. And the more you put yourself out there, the more you'll be met with all sorts of situations, even ones you could never have dreamed up. Your boundaries will be tested. You'll have conflicts. You'll have misunderstandings. And you'll have days where you wonder what in the world you're doing. That's all part of being a leader. 
And it's all part of the personal growth that comes with following your dreams and passions. No matter what industry or what you're doing, when you follow your dreams and passions, when you level up, you're going to come up against some stuff. So 99% of the time, your relationships with other teachers in this space will be positive and uplifting because we're better together. We know that, right? But there is that other 1%, the situations that don't feel quite right in your gut, the ones that push your boundaries and send off red flags in your head. And I don't think you should push aside those red flags and gut feelings just because everybody is saying community first and collaborate always. Sometimes a collaboration is not a right fit or not a right fit right now, and that's okay. Sometimes there's someone in your social feed that you absolutely love, but seeing their content sets you back 10 steps because it brings up your own mindset blocks. Or maybe there's someone in your feed or someone asking to collaborate that doesn't share in your values, and maybe somebody who just makes you feel generally crappy. The same rules that apply to relationships in real life apply to relationships online. If it doesn't feel safe, if it's taking more energy than it's giving, it may be time to walk away, and that's okay. Sometimes you need to reevaluate relationships and reset your boundaries, and that's perfectly okay. In fact, it's needed, and it's not wrong, and it's not bad, and it doesn't mean you need to make enemies. It simply means you get to choose how you show up in this space. You get to decide what makes you feel good and what doesn't, and you must set and keep your boundaries to maintain your own mental health first and foremost. The majority of the people you meet in this space will respect your boundaries, and if they don't, that's okay. It's part of their own journey. They'll get there in time. Okay, that's it. I fessed up. That was my very first dupe. Now here's the second reason I'm a fraud. I don't actually believe in the hustle. I know, I know. Backstabber, right? I know I named my business Teacher Hustle. I know this is the Teacher Hustle podcast, but let me clarify something. I did not name my business Teacher Hustle because I believe teachers should hustle more. I obviously believe they should hustle less. You're already hustling enough. In fact, most of the business models that you hear me talk about are passive business models, the kind you can build up and work on when you want to work on them, but also step away when you don't want to work on them. And that's honestly what it looks like behind the scenes in my business. Do I hustle? Yes, I do work hard. There are lots of nights when my husband watches Netflix and he's kicked back on the couch and I'm pretty sure my friends are doing whatever it is people who actually have a life do. And I'm in my office on my computer recording podcasts and planning content and coaching. That's what I love to do. So to me, this is almost as fun as watching Netflix. It's an art. It's creative expression. It's teaching. It is that special teacher hustle. It's this drive that teachers have to get after their visions, and to create, and to make change. And that's the kind of hustle I'm talking about. I'm pretty sure it's something only teachers who have that drive can relate to. And anyone who doesn't have that drive probably isn't listening to this podcast anyway, so I'm guessing you know what I'm talking about. But on that note, because this is an epic season finale, I do want to give you some tips and tricks. So I do want to share exactly where I am on the hustle meter today. (laughs) The number one question I always get is, how do you do it? How do you run a business with three kids under four? How did you build this business while you were teaching? 
And honestly, I hate talking about this because it sounds like I have some sort of special powers or that I'm doing something that everyone else isn't doing. And I'm not, and I don't, I promise. Here's a quick breakdown of where I am currently with my schedule. And it hasn't been easy getting here. When I was teaching full time, I built this business during the hours of 7.30 when my kids went to bed and like 9.30, 10 o'clock when I went to bed every single night. And to be honest, some nights I would stay up past 10. I would stay up till 3 a.m. if I was working on a project. So don't let me tell you for a second that I wasn't hustling at that time. Um, but I can't, couldn't sustain that forever. And that was when I was in the building phase of my business. So I was really like running on fumes from my vision board and I had the energy to stay up and I wanted to be working on those projects. Now this year I'm home on maternity leave and I have not had the energy or desire to work late into the night. And honestly, I don't really need to work that late into the night anymore. That's what this business model is. I built it out back in the day when I was staying up late. Now I have time with my kids during the day and I work during nap time. I'm truly a teacher by nap time, which is what I wanted to do from the beginning, right? So I work about two to three hours a day. Um, and no, my kids are not napping. Like not all kids are napping during those two to three hours, but that is the time I've carved out to work. And I work guilt-free during this time. So that may look like um, the kid's having a little quiet time, the baby is napping, then the kids get up and they're doing independent play while I'm on my laptop. And I'm okay with that because that is my work time. And so um, I do that. And then one evening a week, my husband watches the kids and I work straight through from nap time to bedtime. And uh, I did that because I wanted to be done working late nights and working weekends. I wanted to keep those off limits and I wanted to protect the kid time that I have in the morning, kind of like during the daytime. Um, with the exception of group coaching calls, those will be in the evenings because my audience is teachers and that's when they're available. But that's kind of the schedule that I'm trying to stick to right now. I also have a small but very mighty team helping me nowadays. I am lucky to be at that place in my business and you'll get there too. So the really cool part about this schedule is that now when I sit down to work, I'm focused solely on the things I love, which is strategy, ideas, innovation, coaching, those sorts of things. All my favorite parts. So I have an executive assistant, that's Nicole. She is my real life BFF. She handles the daily operations, the scheduling, and my calendar. Then I have Laura. She is my podcast manager. She handles the workflow for the podcast production. And then we have Katie who supports the THU crew members with any questions they might have or just helping them find things within the Facebook group. So all that kind of um, admin stuff is taken care of and I can focus on the creativity. Now, if you haven't hired yet, I highly suggest um, over the summer while this podcast is on a break, go back and listen to the episode with Megan Baker. She is the hiring expert and you can start to think about your first team member. So buy yourself back some time to spend on other things by hiring somebody to help you out. It is a totally worthwhile investment. All right, you're ready for reason number three that I'm a total fraud Lots of my advice actually is advice that I need to take myself. It's actually really a note to self disguised as advice for you. <laughs> 
I give out a lot of advice about building your business, about staying focused and busting through mindset blocks. But a lot of the advice I give is really me talking to myself. I'm not over here claiming to be perfect. In fact, one of the pieces of advice I always give the Teacher Hustle University crew members is to not gloss over their success. I tell them to talk about their business to everyone they know, to inspire others because they're doing incredible things. But then this happened. The other night, I finally met up with some of my coworkers for a gathering. And of course, I haven't seen them since I left on maternity leave last year. It wasn't even maternity leave. It was when schools shut down. I left and didn't go back because then I had a baby and then I went on maternity leave. So I haven't seen them in a really long time. But I think word is getting around that, um, you know, I'm up to something, right? So one of them that I haven't really kept in touch with asked me, so what is it you're doing again? Something with Teachers Pay Teachers? And here was my opportunity, right? Use your elevator pitch, Alyssa. Tell her what you do. Don't gloss over it. Tell her how you're helping teachers change the world with their ideas. Tell her how this business has helped you go on vacations and remodel your house and start building wealth. But what did I do? Nope, I didn't tell her any of that. I said, yeah, um, yeah, I help teachers with Teachers Pay Teachers, something like that. And then I changed the topic as quickly as I could. Now, luckily, my husband is the best cheerleader ever, and he's not exactly the most quiet person. So he heard me say that, and he quickly piped up from the background, don't let her fool you, she's a boss. And I smiled a little because I knew he was right. What we're doing is different, and at times it can feel weird. It's not the normal path. And people will naturally be curious. They'll ask. Some people will doubt it. Some people won't even try to understand, but you are a boss. You are making major moves to change your life, your family's life, and the lives of students across the world. Just by tuning into this podcast and learning about how you can package your genius and get it out to the world, you're doing big things, and this is only the beginning. All right, so where do we go from here? Is this the end of the Teacher Hustle podcast? Dun, dun, dun. Of course not. (laughs) I will be poolside this summer, getting some fresh air, hanging with my kids, spending lots of time inside Teacher Hustle University and inside my group coaching program for people starting a course or membership. I'll be helping teachers get their businesses and launches ready for the back to school rush. But the podcast will be taking a break over the summer so that I can focus my energy on my programs. And we will be back with new podcast episodes as soon as the leaves start changing in the fall. I promise we'll be back. We'll drive to school together, okay? In the meantime, if you want to hang out, come DM me on Instagram. I'll be there. Head on over to the link in the show notes here to take my brand new masterclass. I just finished filming it the other night. It is all my best ideas streamlined into one free masterclass to get you started with your online business. It's called How to Package Your Teacher Genius and Turn It Into Consistent Cash. And it's full of tips for those of you who are just starting out or those of you who have been at this a while and are feeling kind of stuck and needing some inspiration. So go watch that, bring your notebook and get some tips to help you move your business forward this summer. I want you to enjoy every minute of your summer, relax, rest. Remember that rest is building your business because it's giving you energy. And sometimes when we're feeling stuck, rest is the answer. So rest, relax, learn, 
and I will see you next season.